All right, let's talk about the power of communication. I think that this is a really interesting topic because for the most part, if I was to ask you how many people are involved in a two-person conversation, you would likely tell me, Amber, this is a stupid question, two people, right? You would be wrong. Let's dig into why. Let's dig into what communication really is, who's involved in communication, and why there's so much miscommunication when we think that there's only two people involved in it. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. And as always, I'm streaming this to the Success Center community. If you want to be involved in this conversation, go to Facebook, join the community page, and we can start having um, the conversation live with the rest of the community. All right, let's talk about communication. Actually, time out. Now let's talk about communication. So it's a really interesting topic. I was having a conversation with some people in my mastermind and we were talking about who shows up to every conversation. So how many times have you guys had something where you're having a conversation with somebody and they're having a conversation with you and you think to yourself, we must be having the same conversation. Like what in the world are you talking about right now? Right. And then you dig deeper and you realize that what somebody thinks you're saying isn't what you're saying. Why does this happen so much? So let's first of all talk about the people that actually show up in a conversation. So this was a really interesting thing for me to hear when I heard it for the first time. It was on another podcast. Um, I think it was actually Steve Sims that was talking about the people who show up in a, in a conversation. And I thought, once you understand this, it changes the communication game. So we all have this identity that we think we are, right? And we also have what we think other people think we are. So when you show up to a conversation, you're showing up through your identity of who you think you are. And then so many times you are communicating with who you think the other person is. And so your answers, the way that you phrase things is shifted based upon who you think the other person is and how you will best communicate with them. The same thing happens on the other side. So when you're communicating with somebody, they are communicating with their identity and they're communicating with who they think you are. So if you understand that in a two-person conversation, there's actually at least four people. There's who you are, who you think you are, who you think the other person is, who the other person thinks they are, and who the other person thinks you are. Let me say that again because I'm sure that your mind is spinning because it's so crazy. So four people 
in every two-person conversation. If I'm having a conversation with you, then it's who I think I am and who I think you are, who you think you are and who you think I am. And those filters, those filters dictate the way that we communicate with people. Think about it. If you're having a conversation with a peer or a colleague at work, you're going to talk to that person completely different than if you're having a conversation with a child or a teenager or a friend or you're out at the bar or whatever you're doing, you're going to have different conversations. It's that environmental side of things, but it's also the idea that we carry around so many different identities so many times. And if you're anything like me, especially when I started making this switch into the business coaching and success coaching world, you have these people who know you as a certain person. And then you start to grow and you start to change and you start to shift. And when you communicate with those people, you tend to fall back into this identity that they know you as because that's what's comfortable. It's really interesting. I was having this conversation with somebody about the switch and why I made the switch from attorney to success coach and what that looked like for me and what the driving force was. And, you know, we could dig into that in a whole nother episode. The short answer is that it became too painful to stay where I currently was and that the fear of changing was less painful than the pain of staying stuck. And I think that that's, that's the point that we all reach, right? Where we make a change in our life because, yeah, it sucks to be where we are, but we're no longer as afraid to change because of the pain level discrepancy. So when I was talking to this person, I was telling the story that when I hit my rock bottom in 2016, I had gone through the therapy to deal with how to manage the panic attacks, how to breathe through the emotions. And I hit this, this moment where I was really struggling to, to function. And I wrote this blog article and the topic of this blog article was, but did you die? And in this blog article, I talked about the fact that I was creating this reality in my head that my entire legal career was about to disappear. First of all, it was an entirely unrealistic reality, but how many times do we go to the worst case scenario? I wanted people to acknowledge that like the sky was falling and everybody was looking at me saying, Amber, like this is just it's normal part of attorney life. And I'm like, no, you don't understand the world's ending, right? So I did the only thing that I knew how to do. I wrote my I wrote my feelings down and I created this blog post and this was before the podcast existed. And I sent this to a friend of mine and the blog post talked about my struggles with anxiety and my struggles with being afraid of not being a good good enough and and all of these things that we just don't talk about at at work in the legal field at you know, you put on this face for your clients of that strong force and you are, but we're still human, right? We still have our own things that we go through. So I sent this to a friend of mine and he says, Amber, this is amazing and you can't put your name on it. And I thought, 
okay, maybe, maybe I can publish this anonymously. So I, I went back and forth in my head and I heard Brene Brown, who had been a huge part of my journey up to this point. And I heard in one of her TED talks, her say, if courage is a value that I hold, then this is the route that I have to take. Like, this is a consequence of that courage. So knowing that, knowing that my platform was all about vulnerability and transparency and authenticity and courage, I couldn't put this particular blog post out without putting my name on it. So I had this real identity crisis of if I put this out and it ruins my law career, am I okay with that? And this was something that I just felt so passionate about that I thought, you know what, if this ruins my law career, then I'm not meant to be an attorney. And what happened when I put that out was that the response that I got was, I suffer from anxiety too. I suffer from depression too. And I thought, why aren't we talking about this more? So this is one of the really big moments that led to my shift from attorney into success coach, business coach, podcaster, speaker, and all the things that I'm also doing now. In that transition, the conversations that I would have with people were completely environmental dependent because my identity was still so tied to being an attorney. I hadn't understood my worth yet. I hadn't understood my value as a person yet. And I had spent so much time in getting my degree and becoming the attorney Amber that I had forgotten that just Amber as a person has value. Um, so every conversation that I was in, there were two people that would show up to that conversation. There's who I thought I was in that conversation and who the other person thought I was. And for so long, I had conversations this way where I would change the narrative based upon who I was talking to. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about changing the stories so that they're powerful, you can get your message across. You know, we talk about that in the speaking world all the time. You should absolutely do that. I'm talking about the identities that exist and the stories that we tell ourselves in our head about who we are and who the other person is that changes the way that we communicate and how that creates a breakdown in communication that causes all the misunderstandings that we then have to deal with later in business and personal relationships. So when you go into a situation and you say, okay, this is who I think I am and this is who I think the other person thinks I am. So I'm going to communicate one way. On top of that, the words that you say are being sent through these filters that you've created through all of your experiences in life. And the other person you're talking to is presumably humid as well, unless you talk to your dog all the time, like I do. So your other person that you're talking to is the same. They are hearing what you're saying through the filters that have been created through their life and experience that's different than your filters. And they're communicating with those same two people who they think they are and who they think you think they are. Do I sound like a friends episode yet? They don't know that I know that they know they know, right? All my friends, people out there will understand. So when you understand this, what's the easiest way 
to really break down this communication model. And the number one answer is to stop prejudging what other people think of you, right? To communicate authentically and transparently and with who you are and with your message and to understand that your identity is not tied to a particular person, outcome, result, or communication. When you're able to show up as just you, understanding that other people's opinions of you are not your responsibility. And when you understand that that same is true inversely, you're able to finally have true communication. If we take this into the business world, what's one of the number one things that we have when we're talking about obtaining clients and speaking to clients and creating programs and things to that effect. It's what does my client want? Well, there's two ways you can answer that question. You can either guess what your client wants based upon who you think they are, or you can ask them and you can have conversations with them to get to know them. Most people take the first route. They just guess at what their clients want because it's easier. It's easier than having that vulnerable conversation where you really get to know somebody and you let them really get to know you and you're able to show up as yourself. So many times we're like, okay, which cap am I going to wear today? Which mask am I going to wear into this communication? Who am I going to be? Am I going to be attorney Amber? Am I going to be coach Amber? Am I going to be, you know, podcaster Amber? Who am I going to be in this next conversation that I'm going to have? When you take all of that off and you just become you and you're having those conversations just as you, you can truly finally get to know others in a way that allows you to have real communications with them. When we're filtering what we're saying based upon what we think the other person wants to hear, then it creates that miscommunication because number one, what we think somebody else needs to hear probably isn't what they want to hear what or what they need to hear. We're projecting that on them based upon our filters. It's probably completely wrong. And then it doesn't resonate with them. And then on top of that, they hear something different. So when you're communicating and understanding this, being able to really narrow down and make sure that somebody understands what you're saying instead of just assuming that somebody understands what you're saying, being willing to ask the questions, being willing to have the communication. That's what so much of our society is built on is really truly building relationships. And yet so many times we walk into communication with either an agenda or a shield up because we don't understand somebody else's agenda. And it causes us to really have a huge breakdown in communication. So I would really encourage you guys to think about the ways that you communicate with others. When you walk into a conversation, are you walking in with a pre- conceived idea of what this conversation is going to be like? Or are you walking in with an open mind, able to truly communicate with someone? What does it look like for you when you're preparing for different types of communications? You know, obviously your speeches are going to be different because you're talking to a bunch of different people at one time. How are you making sure that you show up transparently and authentically um, for those people and still get your message across? If this is something you've never thought of before, then there's some really great resources available that I'd be happy to share with you. There's a Calendly link 
underneath this video, feel free to select a time to chat and let's learn about what we can do to continue to expand your perception and your knowledge and your resources in the area of communication so that you can start to have the true relationships that you want to have with others and with yourself. Because what you've heard me say so many times is that the words that you say to yourself, the thoughts that you think, that internal dialogue is just as important. So what are you really saying with yourself? How are you communicating with yourself and others? And what results are you getting from that communication? Those are the conversations we need to start having rather than just there was a misunderstanding. I don't understand why. I don't know why there was a misunderstanding. I was pretty clear. Well, obviously you weren't or else there wouldn't have been a misunderstanding. As the communicator, it is our job to make sure that the other person truly understands and that we're having the same conversation. One of my favorite phrases is that there's no bad listening, only bad communicating. It's our message. It's our job to get that across in a way that is understandable to the person that we're talking to, that we get through those filters, that we are able to communicate with who they really are. And you can't do that until you understand that there's more than two people in a conversation. Stories in our head are, are, are real to our, to our head, right? They're, we create this reality. And we're communicating within that reality all the time. And if you're communicating to somebody in your reality instead of their reality, you're not talking to them at all. These are some really interesting things about communication that have come to light through so many of the workshops and trainings that I've done in the last couple of years that just completely changed the game for me and wanted to share those with you. Always remember, guys, that you have the ability to design the life that you've always wanted, and you owe it to yourself to surround yourself with the tools, resources, and people that will push you out of your comfort zone so that you can finally live that design. Have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you later. Um, again, if you want to be a part of this conversation, if you want to have first access to these, if you want to be able to comment on the videos and give feedback, um, head over to the Success Center Facebook community request to join that. The link for that is in the show notes as well. Have a fantastic week, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.